Hey, welcome to Black, Married, and in the Military, a podcast that explores unique experiences, challenges, and even triumphs of military life. I'm Teresa Alexis, known as the Military Bride Strategist, and I'm Today we're going to be talking about cultivating friendships. So one of the things I see that is hard in, I guess, military spouse culture is looking or finding genuine friends. And I know it can be a whole boatload of drama, especially between military women and military spouses. And I'm going to go on a limb to say I get it because I've seen that being active duty. And I've seen that um, just when I transitioned into the military spouse role, especially if they have no idea that you served before. So the animosity that's there, um, I'm going to talk about that. And I'm going to talk about ways to, I guess, overcome that because it can't be avoided. There's always going to be one. That's something we say in the military. That's so true. There's always going to be one. Um, but what I want to say is there are about seven things I'm going to share today that is going to help you when cultivating friendships and cultivating just means you're, you know, finding people who you can have and what I like to call your tribe. You may call it your community. You may call it your circle, um, whatever you call it, but it's basically finding those friends and developing those friendships because, As we know, we come and go to duty stations, we move, we stay there for like a year, two years, three years, four years. It is rare that you stay longer than those three years, but it can happen. It's never guaranteed. And most things in the military aren't guaranteed, but you can build lasting friendships that no matter where you get stationed will help you and they'll still be your friend. You can reach out to them and you can call them. Um, you don't have to be friends with everybody. So I want to make sure I make that clear. So be sure you are looking for those maybe one or two people who you can really bond with and grow a true friendship with. Um, so the first thing is, and this is more of what you can do vice what the other person can do. I can't tell you what the other person can do. I can only tell you listeners who are listening to my voice and listening to this podcast, what you can do. And number one, that's make yourself available. One thing I see in people who are desiring friendships is they are very closed off and they are, I don't like to say afraid, but I guess afraid of, you know, making themselves available. And making yourself available just means you show yourself as friendly, be friendly, Um, don't worry about the people who are so-called stuck up or bougie or whatever y'all want to call it. Um, worry about the people who respond to your personality in a positive way, because if you're always focusing on people who kind of turn up their nose at you or anything like that, you're going to be so distracted that you miss those genuine friendships. So redirect yourself because we teach children to redirect themselves. But we have to do this as adults. Redirect yourself to focus on the the people who are responding to you. And I do that all the time. I do it all the time. And number two, take the risk. Yes, in any relationship, there's going to be the risk of you may get hurt, like you may get your feelings hurt. Um, Something may offend you. 
And what I don't like to say is, oh, at the first sign of anything like that, just run. Now, there are red flags. And that's not what I'm talking about when I'm saying take the risk. And some things may hurt your feelings. Because the truth may hurt your feelings. This person may truly love you and may be truly trying to help you. And what they're saying to you, you may not like, meaning it may offend you. You may not be ready for it, meaning it may hurt you. But if it's like traumatizing you, that's a red flag. And that is not what I'm talking about here in taking the risk. So what I'm talking about is what I just said. You know, somebody who truly loves you. But know that when you are looking for friendships and finding friendships, um, you're probably going to have a time or two where you get hurt. And also vice versa. You may hurt that person by being honest with them. You know, there are people who have been connected to me who may not have made it to the friend level, but more so my associates. Um, and maybe we're on that friend track, but they maybe ask me a question and, and I'm honest. I don't know any other way to be than honest. I'm not going to lie. I don't, I mean, that takes way too much energy that I don't have. And so I'm going to be honest, but I'm going to be honest in love. And this one lady who I was connected with, she, I, I guess I hurt her feelings. I didn't know I hurt her feelings. She just fell off the map and didn't talk to me for a very long time. And then she recently came back in my life and said something about it. And it's like, oh, I never even knew that. So make sure you're communicating too. That's not one of the steps, but I say this a lot. Communication is, communication is one of those core foundations of any thriving relationship, friendships included. And so be willing to take the risk. Be willing to take the risk. And then next, be open. I will say this forever. You cannot truly connect with people if you are just seeking surface-based relationships. True, genuine friendship requires a deep connection, and you just can't do that if you're not open. And also, if you're closed off, it's not just going to affect the friendships. It's going to affect every relationship. Even if it don't start that way, eventually it'll seep out into all these other relationships. So the same advice I give for husband and wife, you know, or spouses is the same I give to or similar when it comes to friendships and being open is one of those things. And honestly, with being open, yeah, you got to take baby steps and you got to use wisdom and discernment. You can't just be out here spilling your guts everywhere because you're still trying to figure out who is for you and who is not. Who has the potential to be your friend and who does not. So be wise in what you share and how you share it. And also, if it's something that includes your spouse, be sure you talk to them first, you know, and ask them if it's okay. Um, or try to shape whatever you're uh, sharing in the form where it doesn't include your spouse if that made sense so be open one of the things that i realized that people do not do in friendships but try to do in marriage um is setting boundaries you got to do that in every relationship not just marriage you got to do it in parenting as well so when you are seeking out friends and trying to uh, cultivate this growing friendship you have to set boundaries 
And again, with these boundaries, even in friendships, there are negotiables and non-negotiables. With your friends, if we have a disagreement, this is just an example of a boundary. If we have a disagreement, you're not bringing up anything I've ever told you. I expect you to be loyal and I have already communicated that prior to. So I expect you to be loyal to me because things you have told me I'm never going to repeat. I want that same respect and loyalty. So don't repeat something I have told you out of your anger. Don't call me out of my name. Don't come for me and my family. If you're mad and upset, that's fine. We can do it in a respectful way. So that's a non-negotiable for me personally. But whatever your non-negotiable is and whatever may be negotiable as in something that can be tweaked or adjusted a bit, then you have to determine what that is for yourself. So setting boundaries is highly important. And as I'm sharing these things, you don't have to do them in this set order. These are just the things that I know work and help with cultivating friendships. And so next, be willing to grow with people. If you're expecting to meet a bunch of perfect, flawless people, yeah, that's not going to happen because even me speaking right now and you all who are listening are not perfect, flawless people. That person does not exist outside of, you know, Jesus, really. So um, that is something I want to bring to your attention. Grow with people. There's no telling where people have been, where they came from. You are learning that. So be willing to grow with those people. Be willing, like I said, to take the risk, be open, set boundaries, and grow with people. All these things go hand in hand. And when you are growing with people, it does not mean you accept any abuse or toxicity. Because again, I'll go back to red flags. Those are red flags. But also, you should be honest enough to tell them, hey, you get you get a warning. For me, with adults, I don't do the three strikes and you're out. I give you a, a warning. And then, for me, the next time is maybe we need to distance the relationship or completely go our separate ways. But for me, I... I have grown a lot. I do not cut people off. I either say, these are my boundaries and you continue to cross these and I don't like that or that makes me feel whatever way I'm feeling. And if they continue that, then it's like, okay, I need to distance myself. You know, you can verbalize that however you want to verbalize that. Um, so what works for you? Hey friends, if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, then you'll love the one and only official military marriage membership called Military Marriage Matters University, also known as 3MU. The first of its kind for military marriages, you can get the tools, tips, resources, practical strategies, and support to experience a phenomenal marriage. Military marriages are unique Therefore, it requires unique training, education, and resources from someone who gets you and has worn the uniform and boots. This is an intentional group of military wives from all walks of life coming together for the common goal of having that phenomenal marriage. This is a specific program that is meant to educate, empower, and inspire military marriages. 
This is like a marriage school for military marriages that will give you the support you need. If you want to find out more about this membership or how to work with me further, go to bit.ly slash ta underscore wwm. That's bit b-i-t dot slash ta underscore wwm. Also, next, don't force it. True friendship does not have to be forced. You don't have to force people to like you. You don't have to basically not be yourself to get a friend because those people are liking the fake you. They're not liking the real you. What if the real you is loud and quirky and the fake you is quiet and shy acting? And one day you just can't hold it in them on. They're like, you are so loud. You are so much this ain't it then you're gonna be like i thought you were my friend so don't force it don't ever feel like you can't be yourself if you feel like you can't be yourself maybe you need to open your mouth and say something communicate because you may be feeling something that that those other people don't they're not in alignment with like they may feel like oh we never said you can't be yourself oh we never said you have to be x to hang out with us you know, so you you may just be making that up. And I don't like to say making it up, but you may just be coming to that conclusion in your mind and they are okay with who you who you are and they want you to be whoever you are. So like I said, don't force it. And lastly, be the friend. I cannot say this enough. I'm not saying you need to be everything to everyone because I do not believe in that at all. But I will say be the friend. So if you're seeking a friend who is reliable, who is dependable, who you know you can talk to about almost anything, you have to be willing to be that friend also. And whatever that looks like for you, what people tend to do is they tend to have this expectation, but they like aren't that themselves. So people will and I'm not saying you listeners, but if you are feeling this, then that's fine. People will have this great expectation of a friend, but they're not willing to offer that as well. So you are not reliable because you don't want to do anything. You don't want to hang out, you know, whatever, whatever. But you expect that from your friends. That's not quite right. I would go on a limb to say that's very wrong. And it's... It's kind of hypocritical to say that you expect them to do this when you're not willing to give that in return. And also just backing back up front, you should be probably having a conversation, which I realize people don't have. I do, um, but, and I have it in different ways. I don't just walk up to random people and say, hey, what do you look for in a friend? I usually will say something along the lines, what does friendship mean to you? you know, or X, Y, and Z. And so, cause I will say there's nothing worse than feeling like somebody is your friend only to realize they are not your friend and vice versa. If you know somebody is an associate of yours, don't lead them on and have them thinking that you are their friend when you know you're not. So, and this is not, this episode, but there's levels to friendships or phases or whatever people want to call them. 
but you may be at the you may be associates when you first meet and you're friendly to each other i would say that's a level of friendship and you either will go above that or you won't sometimes you don't and that's okay but in cultivating friendships genuine friendships you have to make yourself available just recapping here you have to take the risk you are there's always going to be a risk to anything you do but for me i would rather had loved and made friends than to die alone and i know that's very extreme but i do see it a lot i see it in family members i see it in people just some of the stories i hear about and read and that's really sad one thing i can say i learned from my grandmother and maybe you have influential people in your life is her tactics weren't always graceful but she loved and she loved well and you know she she was good on saying people were my acquaintances i didn't have no friends according to her but i i I mean she could have told me a different way but i understood what she was talking about she can see stuff that i couldn't so she wasn't wrong that is for certain but the friends i saw show up at her um funeral was people that apparently had been in my life since i was a kid and i didn't even know them doing stuff for me because they're friends of hers so that that is something that's amazing and when i tell you they don't really make friends like that no more they do sometimes but it is a rare occurrence and anyway on the topic of be the friend my grandma did everything for everybody she wasn't everything for everybody but she did a whole lot and for me it was everything she loved her friends well she was there when they needed her and i don't think she even had to call much it's like they knew they were on the same wavelength and they just knew she needed something or wanted something even because i feel like maybe she didn't need much so make sure you are cultivating those types of relationships and i know i said they don't make them like that no more but uh (laughs) there's a person in my life that is making faces at me and telling me that they can make them like that now because it can be me and it can be you who are listening and so be open allow yourself to be vulnerable be transparent take baby steps in that but allow yourself to be open If you got a wall surrounding you, how anybody gonna get in there? Because the same way nothing gets in, nothing really comes out. Except coldness, harshness maybe. So just keep that in mind, set boundaries. Honestly, I want y'all to hear me on this. Do not go into any relationship just winging it. We just gonna wing this thing and see how it all plays out. It usually don't end well. And let me just say, friends sign up for counseling and coaching together too. That is a thing. It truly is. I really wish more people would do it. And maybe a lot of relationships, friendships specifically, can be salvaged. But that's a whole nother episode and topic. 
So grow with people, like I said, and don't force it. Anything forced probably is not meant to be. It's probably not meant to be. And that's okay. You may want to be friends with a specific person and they just don't want to be your friend. Do not force it. It will not end well. And mainly for you, it won't end well. Because you'll probably be the one that ends up being hurt. And so to avoid that, like I said in the beginning, focus on the people who accept you for you. Who have room for you in their life and in their heart. And vice versa. Don't worry about the people turning their nose up to you that don't want to be your friends. I'm not saying it don't hurt. But you can't dwell on it and wallow in it because then you are missing and other people are missing you and you're missing them. And those are relationships that could be building and thriving. And and lastly, just to recap again, be that friend. Be that friend. I know people say ride or die. I'm not really trying to die with you, but I'll ride. We riding and I, and I plan on us living, okay? Because uh, we ain't giving up and we're going to be strategic about this thing. We ain't dying on this hill, okay? So maybe riding, ride or die is your thing, but we're going to be riding and living, in my opinion, with me and my friendship. So be that friend. Be that shoulder to cry on. Be that listening ear. And don't get so caught up in stuff that you don't have time to build relationships. So cultivating friendships is highly important. And you just, with moving around in the military and doing different things, you just don't know who you're going to meet. You just don't know who you're going to meet and who is going to impact your life and whose life you're going to impact. So keep yourself open. And these things really do work and help. Now, as you're listening to this, I don't want you to think, oh, I got to do all seven of those things. I got to do them right here, right now. Take the one thing that you can work on and apply it to your life in working on friendships, this specific topic. Find that one thing that you can work on right now and do that. Don't try to do a million things at once because that never ends well. And if you can do Two, great, but I would say start with one. Start with the one thing you can do to start cultivating friendships. If you're interested in finding out more about me, the number one military marriage, family, and relationship coach, you can go to www.teresaalexis.com or connect with me on social at Teresa Alexis Speaks on IG, Facebook, and TikTok and at T Alexis Speaks on Clubhouse and Twitter. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Be sure to subscribe and activate notifications so you won't miss out on any new episodes that go live. I'm excited going forward by how this podcast will impact your life and cultivate a better you and a better marriage and family dynamic. Now go forth and be awesome.